didn't realize, sir, my eyes were closed. And um, I don't, you know, I called on Teresa to, to pray. And she seemed broken somewhat this morning. I don't know what's going on in her life. Um, we, most of the time, we don't really know what's going on, period, with one another. But the Holy Spirit knows what He's doing. We trust in Him. We trust in the Trinity. And I want us just to relax and enjoy our time. This is precious when we come together under the banner of Jesus Christ. It's precious. And uh, may we not be guilty of running in the door real quick and then going out the same way. And we're not touched and we're not changed. Because I promise you, that's not the plan to leave, and the Holy Spirit has not touched us and changed us. Um, so I wanted to, to uh, begin with prayer, and, um, and I, I, I will say this: any service that we have, I don't, I don't care if the kids are singing; it doesn't make any difference. Our altar is open. The altar is open. Because that's some, some people connect with that. I know we can pray to God anywhere we are, driving down the road, uh, sitting in a coffee shop, sipping coffee. Uh, wherever we're at, we can connect with God. But some people just feel like they need to come up and pray. So if that's you, please feel free, open to do that at any moment. You're not, you're not. Um, the most important thing is that you connect with your heavenly Father. That's the most important thing. Amen? So I'm going to pray. Um, and um, as Johnny Johnny plays, uh, certainly I've got um, some, some a quick recognition to do. And um, a quick recognition to do. And uh, but let's open up in prayer. Again. Hallelujah. Again, what a privilege that we have to unite our hearts in worship and to unite our voices in prayer. Please pray with me. Mighty God, we uh, again, we thank you on this uh, special Mom's Day. We've come and we've gathered under your Son's name, Jesus Christ, because uh, we have the benefit of having Scripture. And the Scripture speaks about that, that that name, Jesus, is the name above any other name. It's the only name by which man or mankind can be saved. And it's the, the name that changes us and, and will move us. And so, Holy Spirit, you do. We give you freedom to do whatever you care to do. God, we ask that uh, you help us to open our ears, that you would help us to see. And I ask that you would help us to open our hearts to receive what the Holy Spirit is uh, speaking to us uh, today. God, I ask um, that the moms would be blessed, absolutely. But God, we also pray for the dads and the moms to be, the, the, the fathers to be. We had to pray for the youth. We had to pray for the kids. And God, we just bless your holy name today. God, we just, um, would somebody agree with me? Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit, today. Uh, every day in of our lives, we open up to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray.
I still feel like we're a little bit tight. Uh, I get, I got ready not to do this. So, Johnny, I'm going to get you to keep on playing. I'm going to give you uh, about 90 seconds to get up, greet one another. It's just a little bit tight in here for me. Um, 90 seconds, so you need to hurry up and do it. Uh, greet one another. 90 seconds. Yvonne? 
85, okay, so almost like a bit, a bit thing. 84, 84, 85, okay, um, and 90 on the corner right there, yes, nice, all right, so uh, give Miss Sarah May a, a big hand clap, Miss Sarah May, Miss Sarah May, Miss Sarah May, I'm trying to get your eyes, this is for you, Somebody will get it after service, but this is for you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, give her a shout out. Ninety. Praise God. Praise God for longevity. Um, praise God. Welcome to um, uh, the church this morning. Uh, I do not have a, um, a Mother's Day um, message. I am going to involve um, one of our mothers uh, in a few moments, but um, I want to continue with part three of So What's Next series. And um, so last week, whatever last week was, Taco Sunday, y'all, did y'all have a good time? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty neat for sure. Um, Elder Johnny read a scripture um, for us out of Acts chapter two, and I just wanted to, uh, I'm going to read part of it. Uh, but Acts chapter 2 is verse 42 that we spent some time because I think that's partially what we did yesterday that we come together, we fellowship uh, for sure uh, but the, the scripture that um, we spent most time with last Sunday uh, speaking about the early church it says and they were continually devoting themselves to four things so I'm not going to read the four things because y'all heard that last week the ones who were here so the ones who, you've got a passage going here last week, but four things that the disciples, the followers of Christ were devoting themselves to were what? In order. First. I said in order. That's the last one. The apostles' doctrine, teachings, doctrines. Fellowship. Breaking of bread. And prayer. That's what they devoted themselves to. And I looked up to make sure our devoted and the devoted in that scripture was the same. In the, the Strong's um, Concordance, it says that devoted, or some translations use the word steadfast. I, I know that's not in our vocabulary very much. We don't use that. But uh, to be devoted is to be earnest toward something, to preserve, to be constantly diligent and to adhere closely to. And I thought last week uh, we just enjoyed a, a great meal together, a wonderful meal. Um, we read from God's word. We, we heard a testimony from the elder, the elder Johnny. And uh, we, we shared in the Lord's communion, remembering what Christ, the works of Christ. And a scripture that came to my mind as I was preparing my notes uh, is from the, the letter that Paul wrote first letter that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth and this is what it says well brothers and sisters let's summarize when you meet together one will sing another will teach another will uh, tell a special revelation from God has given one will speak in tongues another will interpret but everything that is done will strengthen all of you and again, I just uh, I thought last week was, uh, was well, every week when we can come together, we fellowship, um, we, we pray with one another for one 
some of us will lift our hands. Some of us will um, lift uh, a shout out. I heard Carissa shout out that all of that, that's scriptural. It's there. If you think that's in question, let's let's talk and I, we'll, we'll walk through scripture together. That's just so we, we're doing it. And so everything, as Paul writes, that everything is in order. Amen? But I'd like to thank um, Nick. He's not here today, but he, he's traveling back from a, uh, a wedding down in uh, South Carolina. So for, please pray for his safety of travel. But uh, I thank Johnny for um, for uh, helping out, for letting me uh, catch him off guard on a couple of things last weekend on the interview. Uh, but I, I appreciate it. So um, I'm a, like I, I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Let me grab my bottle of water. children. Uh, I was thinking about earlier, I, I should have asked that uh, all of us will be together today and I just hear, I hear the, you know, the um, expressions of the children and I just say, praise God. Yes. We want yes. more of it, right? Let's celebrate the kids. Yes. It's, um, our one year. Let's celebrate the kids, okay? Yes. Right? Yes. Amen. That's life, not church of tomorrow and the church of right now. Uh, and let's train them up um, as we should in, in the Word. But um, for some crazy reason, um, the the uh, like call letters from radio has came into my mind about two or three weeks ago. So I'll say welcome to HYH. We're happy you're here this morning. And uh, I'm going to uh, ask if we can give a, a round of applause for our next, not contestant, but guest. I'm going to ask uh, Andy Morris if she would make her way up here. Can y'all give her a hand up here? Power. <laughs> like a rise of peace. 
I didn't get the memo about orange, so I'm a little bit hurt this morning. Do you see all the orange in the crowd today? Like pinkish, orange all around. You know, we yeah, are. Paints a, the color, right? We are a body of Christ, which means we should let each other know there's a trend that's happening. But anyway, thank you for having me. Um, greetings to you all. It's a blessing to be here, part of the family of Happy Home Church. Uh, tell, um, I know um, there's probably a few people here that really they don't know you, don't know your family, don't know what you do. Um, I, I think I'm right in there. Uh, I need a help closer. Okay, all right, I'll lean in, lean in just a little bit. Okay. So my name is Andy Morris. I am the wife of Patrick Morris, who serves here at church as our treasurer. Um, I am a mother of two. I have a beautiful daughter, Ava, and Asher. He's in the back with his dad today. Um, I have been at church here since around 1998, 1999. Um, I am a counselor by trade. I see people in uh, work in a school setting, but I also do outpatient therapy. I work with mental illness, depression, anxiety, grief, trauma, um, those types of issues. Um, I'm a very blessed woman to be able to serve people um, in that capacity in a very intimate level. Um, it's a challenging trade, but definitely a blessing. So. Yeah, there's, um, did you get it with the one I, I gave you? Uh, a content. It, there's um, Andy is a um, you know I need to choose my words carefully, but you're an asset to me. Um, uh, you know, there's many times I mean that um, there's a lot of people that reach out to you, and I just want to tell you, you know, in front of in front of everybody, I appreciate you. I got home last week. I got home last week, and um, Johnny cried last week. I cried last week, and they um, now were you're crying. <laughs> they, they were making fun of me um, for my my tears, but not not ashamed at, at all. Um, please, I'm gonna tell a quick story. It's certainly, um, I, I guess you can tell this is not scripted. They're never scripted. Might give a little indication of where we're going to ask her to read it at a certain place we'll get to but please do not ever be please hear me do not ever be afraid of your tears god gave us tear ducts for a reason and i had an aunt one time which was very tender-hearted and she she asked or spoke that her tears would would stop and for years for years, she could not cry. So be careful what you had asked for. Um, but, um, but please don't ever be. And sometimes they're they're out of sorrow. Uh, some of them, sometimes it's joy. Sometimes it's elation or uh, appreciation. And um, so we yeah, we appreciate you um, probably more than you'll, you'll ever know. Um, now please share with them your that's your outside of the, the four walls here so what what how do you serve in our church um i have the blessing of working with all these little voices we hear the little babies in the nursery it is a true joy so if you ever want an opportunity to spend time with some of our smallest 
angels here on earth. Um, See, Teresa is definitely a blessing to be there. Um, and I actually am the voice that you hear when we do the outreach call. So let's sh- make sure everyone has information about church, events going on, and changes. And I am the small groups coordinator for church. Now I'm going to do that in a minute, but I'm going to make fun of you um, in front of everybody. So you know when she sends out those messages, she really can speak faster than she does on those um, those community sites. She, Good evening. This is Andy Morris from Happy Hunt. So she can talk fast. Her, her cadence is normally a little bit faster than that. Can I just kind of redeem myself for a moment on that? Um, I do that because at first we had phone calls about what was said. Um, so the slower I speak, the less incidents we have on inquiries of what was said. So I make sure I speak with a slow cadence. So if you think I'm crazy and can't talk fast, that's untrue, but I just want to make sure everyone's hearing clearly what we have to share. But I do kind of sound silly. I know I have no idea. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I really do. Um, I want to read a verse, and then I want to. This will go to back to home groups. Um, and there's other there's other verses I, I could have picked to to read right now, but this is in Acts chapter two. It says, it's right after the verse I read earlier about, hey, they came together. They were steadfastly devoted to those four things. And I'm not going to attest you right now. But the, the, one of the uh, preceding verses says this. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking a bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. So um, as a coordinator of home groups, I would, you know, if you want to give it a plug, you know, where we're at right now, how many groups are going on, who's the facilitators, that, that kind of thing, because some, some may not know about home groups. So now we have home groups going on, or small groups, if you will. We have one at church on Friday evenings that's hosted um, in the um, youth room upstairs. Um, I facilitate. And if you have if you haven't been to the if you haven't been to the uh, the youth room, you, you need to check that out. It's um, you know Joshua and the team have, have done Pastor Joshua and the team have done a great job. And uh, so a little tip of the hat uh, to you, young man, and the volunteers, a great job. You need to you need to go check it out. It's pretty incredible. So spending a Friday evening up there is not a bad thing. Um, we actually have a group taking place at church on Wednesday night that our friend Teresa leads. Um, that's a pretty incredible opportunity. Um, Teresa's just truly gifted. Her heart is for people. She just has an amazing gift. Um, we have another group generously hosted by the Bravo family at their home and facilitated by them. I think they're kind of tag teaming on facilitating. I, I can assure you, you'll be blessed no matter where you go. Um, they are a great opportunity. I think this is our fourth round of, I've lost count, but I think round four. Is it fourth? Fourth time we've done um, small groups. So, you know, plug-in is a great opportunity to meet with each other to, in a small, intimate setting. It's different than if you, you know, kind of question in your mind about um, being in a small group. It's different than being with um, a Sunday school group. It's um, not being taught to you. It's more about connecting and discussing topics together. 
Um, it's a little more relaxed and you, you know, can connect at a different, more intimate level with each other. It's a really great opportunity, so I definitely encourage everybody to kind of plug in. And we actually, next round, we'll be looking for some, to expand even more, connect more people into our church, invite guests in, be connected. So that's, um, we'll be on the lookout for next round, probably in the fall. All right, I'm going to transition. Um, I'm going to read out of um, Acts 9. Um, but I want to read. Um, there's a, a lot of, you, you may have even thought about, um, you know, why did I pick this one? Because there, there's so many scriptures that you can choose to to, uh, to read. I mean, because all of it's good, right? Uh, it, if we read it, uh, it does you good. Um, but we're going to read out of um, Acts chapter 9. Or Andy will, and uh, we'll talk about that a bit. But um, I want to open it up before we go there. I want to read out of Matthew chapter 25 for, for a moment because in my mind um, they connect. And uh, so I want to read that uh, first. So I'm going to read out of Matthew 25, but please find your place. Um, really, our, our scripture today will come out of Acts chapter 9. Matthew 25, it, it speaks about uh, a judgment day and the, the judge or, or God um, speaking to some things. So I want to just um, read just a, a couple of verses here. It's actually, it would go through 25, uh, chapter 25, 31 through 46. But I'm just going to read just a, two or three verses here and skip around a bit. But it, that paragraph starts with verse 31. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne, and then he'll um, give judgment. So I'm going to jump down to, uh, go down to 35, and this is how it reads. I don't know if Bernie and Tanya are here today, but they actually named their, their ministry after these next couple verses that I'm, I'm going to read. It says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And it goes on in that the questions there, um, but the the need of uh, having compassion, the need of uh, service and hospitality is certainly there. The Lord God Almighty, the Judge, could have named many many things, yet He spoke about basic needs, about provision, given provision for, for others. And uh, I think this ties in uh, with what I'm going to ask uh, Andy to read. Uh, Andy uh, to read for us now. So if you would uh, read um, chapter 9 starting with 36. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name was Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick Go 
we're not going to go this is ugly time we're going to jump in I just wanted I, I just realized this um, I told you this was unrehearsed right so there's something that's um, well one this name we, we would prefer Tabitha for sure right um, in our society if you were named Dorcas right it yeah so but actually Dorcas means gazelle so it's actually kind of a cool name but it's not one you know I don't think yeah whatever but this is what I wanted to pull out real quick I think it's only in two translations um, the, the last part of 36 in the New, New American Standard Bible which is God's true holy word um, I'm teasing and, and in the King James it says this, that last phrase, um, it says, This woman was abounding with deeds of kindness and charity. And then it goes on to say, which she continually did. And I just think that's beautiful. It wasn't a one-time hit or um, I, I crocheted a, a baby blanket or whatever or I, I needed some mended up shirt for someone. It says she continued. This was acts of, not random acts of kindness. This was her, this was in her DNA. Yeah, I'm sorry. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydia was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydia, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with him. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. Now, um, I'm, I'm speaking or got to get you to read uh, about a lady. Uh, I did that intentionally because it was Mother's Day. And, um, but there, there's probably about 20 times in uh, the New Testament or in Acts that where a mother or excuse me, women are, are mentioned. So there's been plenty of other ones, but this one really uh, creates a lot of questions in, in my mind. And uh, so I'm going to maybe catch you off guard on this because uh, um, this one certainly wasn't alluded to. So the Lord saw fit to raise this woman from the dead. And um, just about, and this is a question for, for uh, all of us. Um, the Lord saw fit to raise this lady from the dead. You know, Andy just read about what she was doing. I mean, it, it was acts of kindness and service to, um, you could tell that the, the, um, the people connected with her were really upset at her passing. And um, so, so, my question is, why did God see fit to raise her from the dead? And just about, and you know, don't feel pressured on this, but but two chapters before, Stephen, he preached his first sermon. 
and he was stoned to death, but he didn't, he didn't raise that, that person from the dead. Um, you got any thoughts on that? I know that's difficult. It is difficult. Because I've been wrestling with it, you know. I don't know, maybe my first thought is that finding people who genuinely care for others at a pure level, like not for their own need, but just to make sure their needs are met, um, that kind of strikes me as, you know, right where we meet people at. That's where they see Jesus in us, is meeting them right where they're at. Um, I say that a lot in my work, you know, that um, we meet people where they're at. And I think that's profound that she met people where they were at. She met their needs. There's, you know, I've thought about, you know, what what happened, you know, after was the wake of her, you know, coming back. Because uh, we don't really have a trail of scripture to, to know. I mean, I, I don't think she went on a tour and and um, she went, she was going from venue to venue, speaking and, speaking and saying, hey, this is what happened to me, you know, life after resurrection. Or I don't think she wrote a book. I feel like that she went right back and served the people. Um, doing what she, she did before, which is just, you know, um, you know, and, and certainly it's speculation in that, but in, in, you know, that's why I go back, you know, that's why I started off in Matthew, how um, those areas of need and those areas of service, of feeding people and providing for people and how much it must touch God's heart um, because that's what he was looking at you know, uh, in, in those that final day of judgment, um, you know, you res- I was there and you responded to my need. You gave me something to drink. You gave me something to eat. I mean, um, yeah. Um, as I was preparing my notes for this, um, most of you know that I, I participated in her funeral just a few days ago, and her name was Audrey Copeland. And it was actually on, would have been her 92nd birthday. And um, so, and it, then as I was thinking about that, my mind went to a sermon I, I preached a few months ago. It was after the passing of, of Miss um, Miss Miriam Byron and, and Jackie Ward. And I, I, I entitled it Fingerprints, Footprints, and Legacy. And, you know, it, it go, this all you know, hopefully we'll, we'll connect, but I spoke about, you know, Miss Miriam and how she played um, the piano and, and, and the organ for us and how many times she touched um, those pieces of instruments and, and the coming and going and, and Jackie Ward, how she served this church so so diligently and for years and how many fingerprints, you know, uh, I know the fingerprints on the babies were have been washed off, but and, and wiped down in the nursery as well, but how many times that she touched kids and she touched um, the furniture and the countertops in, in, in our nurseries. And what a legacy, what a legacy that these ladies left. So I, I go back to the, my first scripture, because believe me, all of this, all this ties in. What are you, ladies, what are you devoted to? And I, I'm, you know, it's rhetorical. Um, but what, what are you really devoted to? 
the early followers. And guys, I ask you the same question. Chris, Derwin, Matthew, Ben. I mean, I, I can, Doug, Donnie, Chris. I mean, I, I can get JR, Ricky. I, I mean, I, I know most of you by name. And I ask you, Ivy, I see Brother Leroy, cheeseburger on the back, on standing guard for us. What are we devoted to in 2019? What are you devoted to? And certainly you can ask me the same question. What are you devoted to? Um, God help us. Um, So again, um, there's plenty of places that I could have read about and asked you to read about the um, the ladies of, of Acts because it wasn't certainly wasn't just the guys. And uh, so let me give a, a quick shout out. I'm not going to name I'm not going to name anyone, but um, ladies um, that who serve here. At, at this church, and I know some of you are visiting, you know, your moms or, or grandmothers, and I know you, you, you're attending other churches, but I just, for the ladies of this house, I just want to tell you that I appreciate what you do. Um, we, um, life would be certainly boring um, if it was just us guys. Uh, it would be um, less clean um, and pristine. Uh, it, it certainly would be at my house. So, uh, shout out to my, my my lovely wife Robin and and um, my mom. I appreciate you. Uh, love you. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to bring this to a close, but I just want to make sure um, from the nursery to the uh, leading of um, of groups to. Uh, the ones who lead worship, I, I would like, I mean, it, it, there's just a, I mean, the ones who work with the, the children, uh, um, the, the volunteers that, that have helped Joshua with the team, some, some of the, the ladies there, um, Sam, I would like for us to give um, the ladies of the house a hand clap today. So I'm going to shift just a little bit, um, read a couple of verses, and then um, I don't know if we'll get participation or or, or what, but uh, that's how I like, still want to close that way, the way I um, um, emailed you the other day. In Acts chapter 1, I'm going to read two verses. In Acts chapter 1, verse 14, it reads like this. Acts chapter 2, the verses that we, we read earlier, they were devoted to four things. What were they? Apostles, doctrine, or teaching. And prayer. Okay. And that's how we're going to end. We're going to end with prayer. I've got a specific um, thought in my mind on that. But I'm going to read out of Acts chapter 1, verse, um, verse 14. All these, with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer. Together with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. 
later on um, fast forwarding um, because the the early church were they were praying people this house according to scripture um, it says his houses of worship the houses of worship it says my house will be called a what a house of prayer so may we not neglect prayer we we're missing something if what we do and I'm, I'm speaking from this house and I'm speaking to your about your house if if your house is not covered in prayer you're we're missing something so let me let me get back I don't want to be I'm preachy this morning sometimes that'll come out but not today Acts 12 12 when he realized this he went to the house of Mary the mother of John whose other name was Mark where many were gathered together and they were praying. So that's what I wanted to do. I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass anybody. Um, I hope not, because I, I don't. I don't like. You know, not in a crowd anyhow. You know, I might try to embarrass you with with three or four folks to get a quick laugh, and that's probably not healthy either. Right? But, <laughs> but I will do that. Um, <laughs> I don't know who said that, but um, I, I recognized this last. I get, I guess, par, partially I knew knew this, but then it um, um, it really dawned on me last week. Um, our, 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 you know, we'll, I don't need to paint it that way. This is what I want to do, and please don't be mad at me afterwards uh, for doing this. But here we go, drawing to a close. Okay, this is what I would like to do to do it as less, because um, I really do think I need to do this, or Andy do this. Um, let, let, let's step down. Let's step down. scripted and all but um, this is what hit my mind and I, I emailed her this is how I wanted her, her to close I'm going to ask please don't be mad at me um, I'm going to ask the mothers to be that are carrying a baby now I'm going to ask that you would stand and that's how we're going to close I'm going to ask her um, her I'm going to ask Andy I'm going to ask Andy to pray over you guys and to bless you guys. Okay. Can we give these ladies a hand clap? I'm not going to call you up. I'm not going to call you up. Because we want to, we want to honor, you know, all the moms. And we, again, we have gifts, hopefully, for every everyone. Uh, and I've got a little flower um, uh, picked out for you guys uh, that you can get later on. But I'm going to ask Andy 
Uh, she's a, we're going to close in prayer. Please do not forget the um, the photo booth, and uh, please don't forget your gift. Thank you for being here today. Can you join me in prayer? Dear Father, we approach your throne on behalf of the mothers. We first pray for these beautiful expecting mothers. The psalmist David says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complete. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the lives of these women and for what you're forming inside of them. We thank you for the significance of birth and new life. We declare your purpose and plans will be fulfilled in the natural and in the supernatural. We also thank you for creating each mother with a unique combination of gifts and talents. We thank you for the sacrifice of each mother that she gives for her children. We thank you for the gift of time moms give for their children, whether it's a stay-at-home mom, working, single, and those without children who mother in so many other ways in the lives they touch. We thank you for the flexibility of moms, for their tirelessness, their perseverance, and their devotion. We pray your strength be with each one of them. We ask you to be the daily bread of tired mothers. We ask you to be the living water. We ask you to be their source and physical strength. We pray the same grace that flows from our Father flow out of each of us. And we declare the same spirit of love, forgiveness, and grace will flow out of our church, bringing the lost and hurting to know you. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Please give Amy a hand clap for putting up with me this morning. You guys are dismissed. Thank you for being here. There's no service tonight, uh, and we'll hopefully see you guys next week. Thank you for being here. Photo booth and gifts, please don't forget them. And somebody, please get this. Uh, I'll, I'll carry it out front, uh, the, the um, flower for Sarah Mott.